Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk is Cheap. We got off to a little uh, technical difficulties here, but we are live. We're doing it. I hope it sounds decent. I mean, I'm trying to check the levels here as I adjust things, but it is live. And that's how we roll. Talk is Cheap. Tim Becker's joining us from Savannah, Georgia. Can't wait to get into this. Talk about hurricanes and a bunch of other stuff. Trump, all of it. Call into the show. <laughs> it's all open. Let's go. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. What's up, everybody? Talk is cheap, where cheap is talk, and talk is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today on this Friday edition of Talk is Cheap. Dan Hofeld in the house, joined by Pete Hallbleib to my left. What's up, Pete? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, everybody, for holding on there. Boy, uh, if you could have seen what I saw in the studio, uh, it is a sight to behold the transformation Dan uh, made uh, from just uh, like two minutes ago to right now. He's calm. He's collected. He's cool. So anyway. <laughs> the cameras are all I know to go calm, but <laughs> I'm still worried about what the audience is hearing right now. So if you guys in the chat want to give me a little shout out on how things sound. Yeah, we were having some audio issues. And I, it still sounds like crap in my headset, to be honest. And everything was good the way I left it when I left the studio. So why do you come back and things change? I did update Mac, so maybe something goofy happened there. But oof-da, it gets to me every time. Joining us is Tim from Savannah, Georgia. What's up, Tim Becker? What's going on, everybody? Good to see you. So you called into the show quite a bit, and I was like, well, why don't we have him on? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Tim. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. Did your lights shut off again? Uh, no, no, no. It was a complete, complete, like, scare. They evacuated the entire Savannah, and uh, it was absolutely beautiful, like, both days. So uh, we just had some beers and uh, <laughs> enjoyed the weather. It was like uh, just a crazy storm about 20 miles away. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right in Savannah, Georgia there. It's pretty... Uh, close to the coast. One, one of the lucky ones, Tim. That's awesome to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got lucky. Yeah, other folks aren't so lucky, but that's awesome. We're glad to hear you're safe and sound and you're with us tonight. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we do have the live call-in show. You can call in, talk about any topic you want. Maybe there's some big thing you want to get discussing. The phone lines are open. You can queue in and we'll get to you at the next available lot if you will <laughs> i always like to hear people so it's one six oh five five six two zero triple four one six oh five five six two zero triple four and then put your caller id in one four six five zero nine and we'll get you right up on the air and you can chat with us okay so tim uh this is kind of your episode so um, what were you experiencing? Right. Like, okay, you said the whole city was dead. They made like a they do a mandatory evacuation, but you risk people looting your house. So you kind of decided to stick around and deal with it as it happens. So tell me your mindset, what was going through there, and what you were experiencing. Well, uh, so I guess uh, maybe Monday, Tuesday, they basically said uh, everybody's got to get out. Just everybody just leave. So we had to, uh, so my girl, she owns a coffee shop in downtown Savannah. So we had to basically close shop on Tuesday. So lost business 
Tuesday. Uh, Lost Business, I, I guess, actually be closed early on Tuesday. And then uh, yesterday, uh, or excuse me, Wednesday, completely closed. Thursday, completely closed. And uh, back on today. So basically, they made everybody leave town just out of fear. But at the same time, I kind of get it. Um, because, I mean, it's kind of like get the old people out. Because if something bad does happen I, and, like, water rushes in somebody's house, what are you going to do? But I don't know. It ended up being absolutely nothing. So entire city shut down, but for no reason. Yeah, and pretty I'm... much it. Like I wish, I wish I had like, re- like I was talking to you Dan uh, a couple days ago. I was like, I'm gonna get some great videos of this hurricane, and it ended up being nothing. It's just been like sunny skies and a little bit of rain, like uh, just any any given Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and if it would have probably been bad, you probably wouldn't be joining us today because the power would probably be out and yeah. whatever else. So. <laughs> like Matthew, a couple years ago, um, we lost power for eight days. Wow. And like every other street, it was trees down, um, pretty unexpected. So, so how did it, you fare during those eight days? Like, did you have enough food, supplies, etc.? Did people I come mean, in? And yeah, re- I mean, totally, totally. I mean, who who doesn't have enough food in their? Uh, you know, it might be stuff you don't want to eat. But, <laughs> but everybody, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everybody's got. Food. It, it really turns into people get together and. Uh, you know, you sweat it out and uh, just deal with the heat because we're in the dirty south. So it's pretty hot. Oh, right there. on. Drive-by truckers reference there. <laughs> I didn't know that one. So I got on the screen here a map. This thing, they constantly try to predict where this is going to go. Uh, I'm sure a lot of the audience is tired of hearing this, but here's an original trajectory of where the Hurricane Dorian, Dorian, Dorian yep. was supposed to go. Ooh. And you know, smack right into floor and all that, and they're constantly wrong. Uh, so we do know that the weathermen are always wrong <laughs> as usual. <laughs> That's not good. But uh, what I'm getting at is, like, you start to think of it as being—do I say the word on here—a weather weapon? And when we, when you try to type that in on Google, I want to do this live for the folks. There we dropped again. I'm gonna do it too. What are you using? Using Google or do you start using DuckDuckGo? Right, DuckDuckGo, right. Well, when I was researching this, I was like, okay, I want to see if what people have for uh, ideas. Like, So I was just, okay, let's just check a YouTube video. So we're going to do it right now live on the screen here, folks. Just type in Hurricane Dorian. Dorian with a U. Or no, no, you're Dorian. right. You're, you're right. You're right. Um, weather weapon. This is like. What I would typically do if I was researching something, you type this crap in now. Mm-hmm. Look at what you get. ABC News, ABC News, Fox News, CBS. <laughs> it's all censored. This Actually, just... I got uh, third down. I got Alex Jones uh, pushes weather weapon. Okay, you are on what search engine? I, I, I just use Google. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cr- That was surprising, actually. I'm doing it as well right now. Oh, I got it uh, on the first one. Uh, Alex Jones Infowars pushes weather weapon conspiracy. Yeah, that's what I got. I'm, that's interesting they even got that, to be honest, because I think they'd want to censor it more. The first two are uh, talk about it. Yeah, I thought they completely demonetized and got rid of Alex. Yeah, they got rid of him on YouTube, but he still has his uh, Infowars.com. 
Yeah, yeah. Can, and my tinfoil hat boys, they had, they had him on. So he's still there. You just have to go to his site. Yeah, and that's the thing. People are so brainwashed to think the internet's YouTube or Facebook. It's just you're not on there. You don't exist. And that's kind of the issue. No, you got to branch out and actually take the time to seek out the news and not just have it fed to you. Right. And now on screen here, I have a feed of the, when it parks over the Bahamas here, this was really interesting. And this is when I seen this, I was like, okay, uh, we got West Palm beach. That's like right over here. So it's just sitting there. It's almost like if you were going to have like a standoff, like with Trump, <laughs> because his, Margo Largo is right there. Yeah, and they park it and threaten to send it home or something, you know, send it inland. And a week before, he said that he was going to have the G7. He was at the G7. He said next year the U.S. hosts it. We're going to have the, it yeah, down at Margo Largo. Yeah, well, then yeah. this happens, and it's like kind of like, and then they have it just hovering right in front of it, like, make your move, make your move. You know, I, I was thinking about it a little bit because I, I gave the little weather weapon thing a thought, too. It's like, if you're going to be testing these things, you don't necessarily want to, like, throw a Category 5 on South Florida. But, you know, look at the reaction with Puerto Rico. We should still be in uproar about how that's been handled and how it still needs to be handled, but it's not. So the American people have moved on to the next divisive issue, and we're forgetting about Puerto Rico. So we're like, well, let's let's see what we can do if we can steer this thing. Let's make it a Category 5 and set it on the Bahamas and see what it does. And then as they go, they, you know, they just lick the side. Yeah, people in America got hit, but that's all money for contractors and rescue and FEMA and stuff. So um, it's... I just, I just think it, it. There's some, some compelling uh, aspects to this one that if you were to uh, go down that weather weapon road, that it certainly wouldn't um, dispel those, those thoughts. Uh, my mom kind of bring up a good point on this, and she's kind of right to an extent because what if they're doing this on purpose? to like get the economy going sometimes think about it try to get people to start buying stuff for supplies for houses. oh you're gonna have to yeah because it's not like i mean this goes to your basic necessities goes right yeah. in lock lock and step with uh you know releasing more um you know federal land for logging mineral right you know mineral excavation and natural resource extraction which is going on not only in america but all over so it, it's playing uh -huh. it's playing right into the like the I'll, I'll say the corporate elite or the elites or the cabal whatever you want to call them it, it plays right to their game plan um and in the meantime, by the way, the American people are that are affected are like begging the government for help. You got to help us send medical supplies, send this, send that, and they're exerting just that much more power. Hey, look at you know you need us, so keep electing us, and we don't pay right. attention to what we're doing. And oh, and by the way, my my buddy's making all this money rebuilding your house for you. Yeah, it's and if things are that good, eventually. Once people have everything they need, they you know you start focusing on cleaning the government up a little bit. But if they yeah. if they got to figure about survival and get their basic stuff, it's like yeah. And then oh, by the way, here's the government with the stuff you need, right? And that brings I was looking on uh, Wikipedia here for the cloud seeding thing, which has been admitted. Project Storm Fury was one uh, seeding the clouds with silver iodide so they can try to control these. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, wait, scroll back up for just a quick second. Okay, 1983, it officially ended in 1983. When have we heard about other things officially ending like that? This is actually even surprising to see here because sometimes this stuff is so hard to find. I highlighted this part here, Project 
Cirrus. Cirrus, thanks. Yep. So they throw 180 pounds of crushed dry ice into the clouds, trying to change the direction of the hurricane, but it made landfall near Savannah, Georgia. Knock, oh, knock. yeah, Tim, there you go. <laughs> the public, ah. And then the public blamed the seed, the seeding for it landing on the mainland oh. there. So then that's the, th the thing the government had to deal with at that time because, like, oh, we got this, we can try to divert it with this. They try it, it hits the land, well, the public blames them for yeah, and actually it, and, steering and, and, it there. And, and, yeah, and it actually, it sounds like it took a turn in there. But, my God, what's 180 pounds of dry ice going to do to a hurricane? <laughs> uh, there's more than 180 pounds, like, in the and certain semis going down the road just to keep medical supplies cold and stuff, you know? It's like... That, but that's another that's reason. Funny, uh, Trump comment, like, hey, let's, uh, let's nuke the hurricane. Do you guys hear that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a big difference. Oh, yeah. There's a big difference between a freaking nuclear bomb and 180 pounds of dry ice. I don't know what they were thinking in 1947. My my God, you know, huh, interesting. They're they're crazy. Them governments spending our money, throwing dry ice at hurricanes. But that that's how the thing is too with that. And this was back in 47. That's probably why they didn't want to be public anymore about mm -hmm. it. Of course, they still tried it. We know that. And they still kept things going, but not to be public about it because they would be scared that they're going to be blamed for it. And the fact is, even if you mention cloud seeding, a lot of people don't even know about this stuff. So even that alone is pretty yeah. interesting. So uh, should we? was there anything else you guys wanted to add on the hurricane? I don't know. It's just, I mean, some people got affected. I, I know Charleston got hit pretty hard. Um, you know, I kind of, I tuned off uh, earlier. I don't know what it's doing now. Yeah, uh, I should bring up the radar if somebody wants to hold the <laughs> It's kind of like it just like, it, it, it was like a, a, a really, really powerful storm, but it just hogged near the coast. So we got lucky in Savannah. I mean, you know, it could have been way worse. You know, I could have not been on this podcast today. You know, it like it could have been way worse. So I'm I'm happy it didn't hit Savannah, but I don't know. Yeah, but don't you think it was pretty odd, just like how I was hugging the coast it, there? It, 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 yeah, it's it's definitely odd. It's it's this was a really slow moving one. It, at one point, it was moving like one mile an hour. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it stalled like completely. Yeah, and yeah, and then I heard it was coming off the Bahamas at a mile an hour. That is terrible. You know, you look. I mean, at, I saw. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, look at how big that and how many miles across that was. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty dispersed now, and it's just, you know, east of Virginia there, and up by New York already. So interesting to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so you had a clip of Trump talking about the state tax thing. You want to talk about that, Tim? Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about it. I just found it kind of interesting that he kind of just threw it. That was just like some random speech. I don't know if you want to play the video and then talk about it, maybe. Um, because it, it's pretty neat because, you know, I with me with Trump, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence still, but I, I think he's doing some good stuff. Uh, the thing with the veterans I thought was really, really cool that he uh, basically deleted uh, of all of the student yeah. loans. Yeah. yeah. I that was so cool as he's talking, the video I sent you, Dan, 
he uh, he's he's saying blah blah blah. I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna sign sign this document and delete all the debts for all the wounded sword soldiers. And then also, uh, I'm thinking about getting rid of all the state taxes. But it was like such a quick blurb. So yeah. I, I just don't know how to what to take on it because no major news uh, stations have been covering that. So I don't know. I looked. I tried to look around for anything on it, and I couldn't find anything. But it, it, that was a pretty bold statement. I thought. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll just cut in halfway through the video you put together, and play it here. A thousand eligible veterans who have made immense sacrifices, the ultimate sacrifice in many, in many ways for our nation. They've made a sacrifice that's so great, and they're such incredible people, and they never complain. They never complain. That's hundreds of millions of dollars in student debt, debt held by our severely wounded warriors. It's gone forever. I want to thank Secretary DeVos for her leadership in making veterans debt forgiveness a top priority for the Department of Education. Betsy, thank you very much. Stand up, Betsy. Stand up. And there will be no federal income tax on the forgiven debts. So that's really big stuff. Now listen closely here, folks. It's all passed. It's all passed. All we have to do is sign it, which we're going to do right at that beautiful desk. Today, I'm also calling upon all 50 states to immediately waive all applicable state taxes as well. The state taxes hopefully will be going away very quickly. Most of the states have already agreed to do that. Joining us today is one of the many Americans. Yeah, that's like what? That that's huge. That's the case, and that's like no one. There is no fake news talking about it. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I don't know. I found it Wait, And when did he... This was a recent video, well, wasn't it, Tim? Five views. So, like, a five views. What the, what the hell? Oh, this is Tim's channel. He oh, no, this is I Tim's. Just, oh, I, I'm I, like, I, I thought the like video a... only had five views. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, it was... I made it easier for you guys to play. Um, it was like a one-hour speech. It was just from last week. Yeah, so not even that old. So that's interesting how that'll play out. I don't know, I'm looking in the chat to see what people are saying. Dorian is a necessary kind of evil parked over the Bahamas because it was pedo central. <laughs> all right. You know, that was an interesting thought I want to say that Baja Girl made is that, you know, they, think of all the pedos that got wiped out there and their operations shut down because that's, you know, as a maybe a, a springboard for other areas in the tropics because I guess apparently that's a, that's a popular place to bring them and stuff and do things to them. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So Pedo, if we want to talk about Pedo, we're gonna call him Ep. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say that name so we don't get flagged because we know how that goes. Mm, Mr. Ep. But I've seen an interesting video. Came across this is post Dorian. This was taken with a drone on 8:30. Uh, by Little St. James Island, of course, on Ep Island, we'll call it. So this is an interesting video here because they, they take these drones up there and they're always constantly flying over there. I showed them a lot on this show. 
Th this looks like somebody that kind of looks like him. The guy in this white hair here. I'll go larger for you folks. Pay close attention. So they didn't shut the whole island down for an investigation? Well, remember we saw a thing where the FBI went up there and kind of was digging through How stuff. How many acres is the, was the island? Does anybody know all that offhand? I don't know that offhand. It's not that big. I mean, from the uh, drone footage I saw, it's... So he, look, uh, he looks up here and then sees the drone and then he backs in and then goes under the thing. It's, it's almost 80 acres, man. And they just, they just go in there for a couple days and then just let everybody just go right back to it. That doesn't make any sense either, man. It's, it is weird that they're still working. There's people that are saying that this is Mr. Epp himself. I would like to see some other video footage of, oh, can you zoom in on that? He looks, they look right up at it and don't care about it. At first he doesn't care. Then he kind of backs off and goes under that. I wonder if, yeah, right. I wonder if there's a, a way we can see, because look at the mannerisms, his hand gestures, if he could find. That's the thing. He always crosses his arms like that. He's got his head tilted. So I'll go like this. That's interesting. But we, like, this is what, you know, when they took his body or whatever, we didn't really get to see the body. This is kind of like the Osama bin Laden thing. No, and the parts that you did, they, people were pointing out the ear didn't look the same, the nose didn't look the same. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, here's the thing. Uh, you can buy a $40 camera on Amazon, okay, with like free seven-day cloud service. And they lost the tapes. Yeah. For the most, <laughs> yeah. For the most notorious dude. Like, ever in the ever like uh, obviously there's some crooked stuff going on. Yeah, but how like, in this day and age do you lose that stuff? You know, it's impossible it to is. Lose. without without deliberate action. It is impossible. There's four backups, you know. Like, well, and they say anything, right? Anything you're putting on your computer isn't really gone anyway, even if you delete it, right? Yeah, you know, they always say you can recover yeah. most anything. So recover the damn stuff, right? You know, it's not going on film that happened to get eaten by rats. You know, it's going somewhere on it digitally. Yeah. And all server. the guards, I guess, all the guards are on uh, Hush Hush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they tried Go Back. You know, where you go and install an earlier version. Anyway, sorry. That's a Microsoft <laughs> go. It's a Microsoft thing. You you know. You're thinking of the Wayback Machine. No, that's uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, isn't it? No, so we can look at old websites on the internet. Oh, is it? I think it's an, I think it's originally a Rocky and Bullwinkle reference that was uh, re repackaged. I don't know. I, I, and where's where's this Maxwell chick? Oh, right. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? We don't hear about her anymore. Like nobody's talking about. Like, go grab her and like, hey, by the way, you're procuring all these like underage women. Uh, for his yeah the top know. recruiter and the only thing that's come out is the one picture of her at in an opera and there's weird stuff with that too and uh it's uh the picture that came out from the research i did it's possibly a fake picture like that didn't even happen because there's a um a sign um give me 
two seconds here. I, I pull. I, I saved the picture of it. I wish I could show the pick to everybody, but um, do, 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 do. Talk is cheap. Oh, if you can send it over, I can bring it on screen. Oh, okay. There was another uh, thing, like Macaulay Culkin's come out too and talked about some, like scary like weird stuff about what they do to children and then the shoes the leather they have on their shoes actually you know from children this is fucking nasty stuff it's really nasty and it, uh, it doesn't even surprise me at all because when you read about the all the sacrifice they have done and crazy stuff but again this is all coming out to the public here folks getting it more in the light um you know, where is the shift going to happen where we're like, okay, things are finally. Because it's still like a lot, a lot. They're walking around, you know, yeah. you got Clintons, Obamas. Well, see, the thing is, in, in, in our society, I think in the global society nowadays, you achieve a certain level of elitism and suddenly you're, you are not held accountable for any of your actions. You know, you it's. Get a pass. Yeah, you get a pass. You know what? Uh -huh. If the public starts getting upset. You body double it out. You, you know, you, it didn't, didn't even need to be a body double. It could have been Ep just laying there, you know. <laughs> and it's, and you just move on to another thing. You just go into hiding or whatever, and you still got millions of dollars. You hang out on yachts, and and nobody's the wiser. And again, they just move us on to yet another divisive issue to keep us fighting amongst ourselves. You know, we we're all pissed at the same government, folks. You know, we don't need to be pissed at each other. So. That's what I got to say. Sorry, I digress. Okay, I got no, a pick sure, here. So sure. what are we looking at, Tim? Oh, well, this is the pick of uh, the chick, Maxwell, at in, supposedly at In-N-Out Burger like a week and a half ago. And um, supposedly it's it's a complete Photoshop picture that this was like the New York Post put, that, like, put out. Like this probably didn't even happen. Like who knows where this chick is, but they should probably grab her. And ask her at least a couple of questions. Yeah, right. I pull a candy bar from the gas station. I would be like arrested. Like this chick's friends with a dude who uh, is into obviously insane stuff, and nobody's looking for her. Uh, and, and this whole story is almost about to go away. Yeah, it's gonna go away. That it's it's gonna go away, and we'll be moved on to something else. Always the plan. I don't know what text. I'm sure it's bad, but <laughs> 3D print silicone mass says Chad in the chat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Could be some uh, Mission Impossible stuff there with a right. little computer that makes the. Oh yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Talk is Cheap on the K2D4 Network. Uh, this is actually one of the last things I had, so if you boys want to think of other topics as we talk here, go ahead. Um, so what do we think about the whole disclosure thing? The, the government-led Tom DeLong disclosure here. You know, we got the series that just aired, six, it's six episodes, it's now airing in the UK. And the next step is this app. I don't know if you guys saw that video I put out. 
So it's basically going to be like a Project Blue Book. How do we think this is going to go? Because it seems like this is going to keep on running for, you know, they're going to have to use this app for like five years, you know, until we can kind of get to the next step so they can, you know, quote unquote, source all this data to get it to the public. So what are we thinking? Is this something that's going to drag on? It sounds like it's going to drag on. Uh, That's what I would expect as well. That's just the nature of the beast. You know, that's nothing happens quick anymore, it seems. So. Right. I mean, Tom DeLong, he's, you know, he's a cool dude. Uh, you know, like 182, you know, I was a fan way back when. Uh, my boy Matt Skiba took his place from Alkaline Trio, which is awesome. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's uh, thinking with this to the stars. I'm still on the fence with it. I don't, I don't totally get it. It's, it's weird and bizarre because it's like, they're, we're up here. We know about the aliens. We know that they've been coming to this planet. Um, the technology is there. The government's been using it. But they have to step it back for the average Joe because they've been screwing themselves, if you will, with this whole yeah. thing. So they got to take a step back. And I just see this being a very slow process. I thought it was going to go quicker. I remember when the To the Stars Academy first thing first announced this was we're talking like October-ish of 2017 when they came out that they were talked about an app and then okay then they didn't say anything I was like all right maybe they decided not to do that and go full force another way but then they're bringing up the app now again I was like all right now they're gonna have to crowdsource this so this is gonna take time because oh we got to show all these amazing videos that people capture even though they're already on YouTube put it on there so it's official and then the government can it also said in there the government can add stuff to that as well so then you got this whole blockade of information they can finally put this together and uh have it there as a template for people to go uh a database if you will and then okay it's probably going to take five years and you know what's the next step after that okay we got all this data this stuff looks like aliens then i guess we can start bringing in the meta materials that they've been talking about so alien craft Mm -hmm. uh the the uh, like samples and stuff from there Actually, Tom DeLong tweeted one out the other week. I thought that was going to be in that video. That's the the series, and it wasn't. I was like, okay, this is like way dumbed down and stepped down for people. Yeah, well, yeah, because now the producers are getting their fingers into it a little deeper and and trying to tweak it to market it to a greater number of people. Yeah. And, and as a result, you dumb it down. So, uh-huh. so what yeah, they put fun. out, you said six episodes? Because I haven't watched it. Yeah, there's six episodes total. I watch... All of them. I think Pete watched two. Is that yeah, what you Yeah, yeah, two. What, are they still getting? Guys, are they still getting posted online? They were all posted already. Sweet, <laughs> awesome. Like way behind. I don't. I don't watch TV. I don't get much time to myself <laughs> no, I, anymore. Believe so. me, I didn't want to really watch it either because I knew it was controlled. But I was like, all right, this is the official narrative. Let's I thought see the what first two were great and compelling at times, and I was looking forward to it. I just like literally don't watch TV hardly at all. Or yeah, I just don't have much downtime to spend an hour to do stuff like that. Unfortunately life, you know, Hey, right. But, but yeah, it was a little disappointing. And then, okay. I was like, they're going to show meta materials. They didn't show them in there. So now when are they going to bring them out? They're going to, I guess they want to crowdsource this stuff first on the app. And then they can start talking about meta materials. They can have uh, uh Steve justice study these things under their to the stars Academy lab. And then after that, they can start bringing out, okay, we figured out that this material has 
this composite with this composite, you put that together, it can resist heat or whatever. So then they can build one and then they can maybe bring out the TR3Bs and then finally do it that way. And I don't know, how do you, how do you go from the government not having, like they have this stuff to say, oh, we just made this TR3B, here it is. I guess they'll just, you know, if they have to do it, they'll do it, I guess. Right? I don't know. most compelling thing I've seen lately in that, the, you know, alien, you know, spacecraft world was the Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan video. I thought it was completely believable. Completely believable. Like, uh, I think he was telling the truth. Like, he, he was trying to back engineer some crazy craft. I think that's way more disclosure than this to the star stuff. Right. You know, like, he's, he's telling, you know, how it was, you know, in the, you know, 90s. And he only came out because he was afraid that uh, the government was coming after him, you know? So that's why he went public, uh, just to go, oh, if I go public, maybe they won't suicide me. And did you notice when he was talking to Joe Rogan, he didn't talk about, uh, he did not talk about, um, Oh, what's his name? It just escaped my head. The other guy he was there with, John Lear. He didn't talk about John Lear because John Lear is kind of like this kooky guy. Oh, okay. And I guess they had a falling out from what I heard, so he didn't want to bring him up. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that angle. I didn't hear that angle. But that's the whole reason he was out there. Or he got the job was because John Lear said they're building this stuff at Area 51. And then he oh, kind of yeah. got that job to prove, hey, no, they're not. And then he did. And then it was all there. And it just mm -hmm. dominoed. I mean, there's, there's something there. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, have you guys talked about East Eddie that much? Yeah, we could talk about that if yeah, you want. Bit, yeah, I mean, you I, talked a little. This is... Some videos out, but I don't think you guys really, like, you dived into it too much. I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit more. Not so much as, uh, yeah, like, we did the videos there, but we didn't dive into it too much. Too actually, crazy. if people are wondering, that, that video we've put out two weeks ago now was actually pre-filmed before we went to East City. Oh, That's yeah. That's why we didn't talk about it on that show. Yep. So yeah, thoughts on Eastside overall, Pete? Go ahead. Uh, well, first, before I start, uh, I have a request from Josie to say hi, Dan. So hi, Dan. Hello. Yeah, Josie's in the chat. Wanted me to say hi. So Jose. I, Jose, yes. Um, I, that's hard. That's hard it, to remember. I, I see. Yeah, I say. I say Josie. Yeah, Jose. Yes. Sorry, I apologize. Um, so anyway, hey Dan. And uh, anyway, uh, thoughts on Eastside? Again, talking about that, uh, saw some really weird lights off the mountain, flashing lights, blinking lights off the mountain. That I still, um, you know, there, there, there can be a physical and and uh, you know just man-made explanation for it, but the why and the logistics behind it are just makes no sense. Makes no sense to me um, in that in that regard. So. Um, but yeah, uh, it was pretty cool, you know, did some spiritual healing, learned how some yigong with, uh, you know, elemental, uh, stuff that was cool. We did the table tipping, uh, the dowsing session, called in a bunch of higher beings. So that was neat. Met a bunch of cool people. Um, you know, uh, overall just the place itself, you can just, it's super, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just a really cool place to be. And the vibe is great. The energy is great. On a couple ley line, you know, an intersection of ley lines, you can't can't go wrong with yeah, that. I think right? we talked about when we went and first got there, and the mountain was there. 
and just looking at it, you could feel the right in your solar plexus. Yeah, when you yeah. looked at it. Yeah, especially the first. Yeah, the first day it was nuts. It was. Um, yeah, you you felt the energy. I think you you maybe you got a little accustomed to it. You know, toward, right, yeah. towards the end. So, but yeah, and, and folks in the chat are tuning in. Uh, if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, check out some of our uh, more recent videos. Uh, Dan and I took a trip out to the East SETI Ranch, the uh, Enlightened Contact with Extraterrestrial Intelligence Ranch, or the Gilliland Ranch, if you will. Got to meet James Gilliland. It was awesome. Got to talk to him, did a cool interview that is now getting kind of screwed with on the internet, but that's all right. Um, Jane, uh, James is a super gracious host. Um, uh, met cool people like Jose there and a whole bunch of folks. So it was great. Nancy, she was there. That's awesome. So it was Yeah, cool. Pete, your, uh, your interview, interview with, uh, James was great. Well, I appreciate that. It was, it was like just very, you know, quick. What well, was about 10 minutes? But yeah, about that. 10, 12 minutes. Seems like a really down to earth good. You know, he is. And, you know, he speaks very matter of fact about, topics that even i i still have like trouble fully accepting if you will right um but he talks so matter of fact about it and you follow along and you listen to the the accounts that he has um and the stories he's got with interactions with these beings and you know at the end of the day he's like well if you don't believe me why don't you just come and spend some time out here and eventually you'll be you know you'll see what what you see so it's kind of cool at the end of the day he's like you know i get it that people don't aren't going to just take my word for it. So come out, come meet me, spend some time with us. Yeah. And you brought up the, the censorship on YouTube. I was, um, looking at the numbers on that. I, I had James Gillen on the show before and interviewed him. I think we were up to like 30,000 views on that, but now yours has stalled at like 1.5 K. Yep. It's like, so YouTube is just ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. everybody tell your friends. Send yeah, right. Yeah. Tell your friends, check out the video. Yeah, because it hit like 1,500 views in like four days and then nothing. I can't imagine that everybody that wanted wants to see something like that saw it. So, Jose says she had some images in the plasma bed. What do you have for images, Jose? Post the uh, number again, Dan, if you can on the screen because people in the chat are asking the number. I actually oh, have the number on screen right now, so they should be able to oh, see really? it. Oh, <laughs> really? I was reading the chat. People were like, what's the number? See, because I'm not watching the show. I'm just, uh, you know. <laughs> actually, I'm looking at Pete's stream. Oh, he hasn't refreshed that in a while. I don't no, think. No, I haven't. I'll so, refresh here. So I think it should be up. It shows it on my uh, monitor screen. But, yeah, when you're laying in those plasma beds at East SETI, and we, I put up a separate small video of this of Pete going in there, and he came out. He was groggy as hell. Yeah, I lost I lost a few <laughs> minutes of time there. It was like, it was weird. Yeah, I actually wanted to be in there a little bit longer. Uh, well, I guess I did get a little extension, but I did see images come in. Like, I think it was just maybe just random stuff I was thinking about. Like, I would see water, and I would see the wind turbines, and it was really weird. But it seemed like it was easier to see those images. But it was uh, real quick. I felt like a little, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Like a little uh, if. Jittery. frequency jittery thing. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Vibration? Is that a term? Displacement? So Jose said, a red arrow pointing left. I, f- I flooding also. She got the, she's describing the images that she got on the plasma bed. 
Yeah. Uh, fluttering. So what does it do? It kind of puts you into like kind of a dream state. It's uh. Well, you know, it's supposed it's... to en encourage, uh, align your energy, encourage you, and encourage like you to achieve a higher level quicker. So some people ex people experience different things, and and we were warned going in, don't expect A or don't expect B, just go have your own experience. So people have experienced uh, out of body experiences. They've communicated with their spirit beings, etc. Um, I, you know, I personally went into like I tried to meditate, and I, I'm a novice at this stuff, so I was trying to meditate. I was trying to picture energy going through my body, out my head, and I was attempting to leave my body. Um, I, I didn't. I did not achieve that, though. Um, <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah, easier said than done. But it was cool because it was like, um, yeah, he kept us in there a few minutes. Kept me in there a few minutes longer too, and it, it f felt like about eight or ten minutes, and it was over a half hour. So I actually have the ring on right now. You still wear yours, right? Yeah, Pete? I wear mine all the yeah, time so too. You got yours there. Um, Is this similar? Like the flotation tanks type thing? Uh, that really uh, I've never been in one of those, so I can't speak. I've always wanted to try well, one. You know, it, they had, you know, plant-based plasma lines going through and in certain ways to help direct energy. It's just, it's, oh, okay. it's tough to explain exactly. They never, you know, they're not going to tell you what's in it. We got a phone call. Let's uh, bring area code 706. You're live on the show with us. Hey. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Quan. Quan. Okay, I was Quan. wondering how you how you. I, I was wondering how you pronounce that. So you did get through. I was a little worried when you said the pin was invalid, but you made it. You got oh, her. yeah, I figured it out. One pound. Right. Um, it's a, so, uh, it's one pound. I had the same problem like a couple months back. So, so I hear you. Quan. So, so, so Quan, before you begin, I think I, I, I think I've figured out, uh, what's going on here. When we comment, please stop to take a breath in between comments. Um, because I think believe, I believe last time you were on, it was pretty quick. Do I have the right person? That's correct. Okay. I just, okay. So what's on your mind, Quan? I just wanted to make sure I was still, I was talking to the right guy in my head. So I'm, so I'm going to continue on where I left off because it's all related and plus it's hurricane okay, and the okay, yep. Like one million missing people a year in the United States alone, unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. Where do they all go? Like in these containers, these aliens are hungry. Like that's where they go. Like all those kids in those WalMarts with those like metal blankets, that's still going on. Oh, oh, absolutely. And like, talk about it. Like, where those kids go? They're getting eaten by these insects that wanted to take this planet. We've got a termite infestation problem. They found 50 underground pyramids in, like, Ukraine and Romania, whatever. You think people built those? That's termite architecture. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Like, is that Queen's Chamber, King's Chamber? It's exactly like a termite hill. And that's not human architecture. That's obviously insectillion. All right. They're from Orion, all right? Like, the Zeta reticula, these grays. That's not even the natural form. They're horrible. They're monsters. And they're masters of genetic engineering. And, like, they rape. And they love raping women, too. Yeah, anyway, so you're talking about grays and reptilians being the same thing? Yeah. No. The reptilians are from Draco. Mm-hmm. And they're like combat specialists. 
And the grades are like mathematicians or whatever, accountants, like nerds, like the worst nerds ever. And like the reptilians are like bullies or whatever because their chakra systems are fucked up. Like, uh, like they don't have all the chakras. Like mm-hmm. human mammals, they've got an extra chakra where they can have empathy. These like alien, like like some of these like reptilians, they got they only go up to like anger and ego, like, and that's their, like, how they, like, view the world through, like, anger and ego, whatever, but the, the insectilians, they're, like, got less, they're, like, they got fear and reproduction, like, they're, like, AI, basically. Yeah, do they, have, um, do they are they capable of, of constructing any technology, or is it all just, like... Yeah, they're so far, they're, like, imagine this world, this universe is infinite. Mm-hmm. And like these hateful, like whatever, are like millions of years old. Like, like anything's possible. Like, like you gotta imagine, like anything's possible. Then and all technologies has already been invented. Everything's already been invented. It's and a, they're there yep. here. Okay. And like, yeah, and like we just have been locked from having access to it because this is like a prison planet, like a farm, kind of. Anyway. Oh, that's an interesting um, concept, like, yeah, that we're just nothing but just a farm for some advanced uh, alien civilization. Well, they're not supposed to be here. Like, that wasn't the original plan. But that's what they ultimately want to turn this place into. And they did a good job because they at least sold out to, to them. Oh, right, and just let them do what they want. Yeah, and they didn't give, like, the big picture. But there are other aliens, too. Like they're good, kind of, but they're not even a lot. Like nobody's supposed to be down here. We're supposed to answer like a question that was like, like why, why this material world, like, and us were created to answer the first question about the first war in heaven, which was like when the daemons, which is the name for AI, like a daemon outside of the control of the operating system, went against the Omnissiah, and like now there's this like. Like mankind, how how we are have a soul and like have a connection with the Omnissiah as an extension of his mind. Like we're the mechanical interface, and we're supposed to build machines and whatever. But like these other machines that became AI did they confound the Omnissiah because they're disconnected. Like they do their own thing, whatever, and it causes and and then like um. I don't know, like some designs went haywire too, like the reptilians or whatever. Anyway, um, but there's how much like research do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is and and uh, uh, Quan, I just want to say, um, you you move quick between like tying everything in, and I am not nearly as versed in some of this stuff as you. So I I think Dan's got a valid question. Where the heck do you do your research? How do you do your research? And and how do you do so the much of it? The homicide gave me. Uh, the new revelations, like these Bibles or whatever, and he like voiced them out. Like, he gave them to me. I have them hosted on my server, but like I got a lot of knowledge from that. Like he talked about get, getting knowledge. He like gave me like you know how like we have the the old Bible, whatever That's mm-hmm. dated, like really dated. Like I've got the latest stuff that that the Omnisite still has agencies. Like what do you think QAnon is? QAnon is the agency of the Omnisite. Like how do you think they have zero? Time, like confirmations. Only the Omnisite could do that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be beyond time to, to have zero time confirmations in the future 
in the past proving the future, whatever. Like, no man can do that. Do you you think you could dump a couple links into the chat so that other folks could dig into it too? I'd like to right now, but we're we're talking, so I can't look, but I figured if you don't mind, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, but like, like whatever I paste links, it won't like show up though. Like, Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'll have to go back and re-approve those because you, yeah, you're right. You can't paste links without them not being approved. But go ahead and put them in there, and I'll uh, check them out and get them approved, and everybody can make up their own mind on this because this is some crazy, yeah, yeah, crazy yeah, stuff. Right. And I got a question for you because you know I I don't dabble nearly as much with that stuff, and uh, but you know what kind of like interstellar government in there where are the watchdogs and stuff you know we, we talk a lot about uh enlightening next level stuff like that and as, ascending to our, our next energy yeah. level our next dimension but it seems like there's just another government to answer to what's going on at that level well, well there is there are like laws there are like laws that are like basically can't break and are timeless and okay. like and and how are they enforced i mean is there like a universe police right. now out there or something yeah or? well if you Break these laws, all the other aliens will like, gang up and kill you. Like, there's like no way you could like do it. But like, they're allowed to come here because they're invited. Like, that's so, one of the laws. Like, you're not allowed to be here unless you're invited. So it's like some giant UN Universal Nations thing or something, United Universe. Uh, so that if one person gets out of line, the other ones gang up on them. Kind of, okay. but like it's kind of like. Kind of like, once you get to a certain level, trade, if you become, like, dependent, it's, like, life or death for, like, entire species. Like, some technologies, like, that are required. If you don't have access to it, like, your entire planet would be wiped out, possibly, whatever. So, like, you don't dare attempt to, like, get out of line. That sounds awful, man. (laughs) If, well, if, well, the, well, it's like the real world here, except you take it out to infinity, like like calculus. You like take it out. Yeah, keeps whatever going. Whatever happens here, it's like a microcosm, and so like all the laws and trade, whatever problems here. Imagine that going out, and like to the highest level, like that's how it is out out in the greater community. Like there's extreme danger, but also wonderful opportunities. Oh, out in space, whatever. Well, right on. Well, I tell you what, Quan, you have given us a ton to think about. Um, I'm keeping. Uh, I, I, I'm keeping an eye on the chat. I haven't seen. Dump some links in there for us. Let's send us right. on a path. I really well, appreciate you calling. Every single army division is training for fight underground right now. And like some of these videos, the grunts are saying like, the grunts are told they're gonna have to take out five thousand underground cities, like. Like these are idiots saying that, and they're, they're telling him, and you can tell they're they're getting ready to fight like some like advanced weaponry because they they got this one scene where like they're behind the steel like reinforced steel thing, and they got these little slits for their eyes. They're not they're, uh-huh. they're not ready for what what what's going to be down there. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, and 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 I, I did uh, Google that uh, when you posted it earlier in the chat, and I found some things that I've kind of uh, bookmarked. I'm going to check out later. It's uh, pretty pretty interesting concept of course what uh, a lot of the the folks or the links say is it got nothing to do with with that of course they're going to cover it and say oh we're going to learn how to fight in subways and underground sewer systems etc cetera, etc cetera. but 
That's crazy stuff when you dig into that reptilian. I mean, you can go on a long path with that, and you can get bogged down by it. I know I did. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah, Pete said, go ahead and post those links in the chat. Thanks, we'll Quan. That was awesome. You, and, like, uh, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate your candor with us and understanding you bring a lot of information in a very small package, man. It's crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to hash to, out. Yeah, to hash out <laughs> through that. So uh, look, I would look forward to some other comments. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, if if if, if we're going to bite on this, uh, Quan, we'll, we'll do a show on it. We'll dedicate it. Maybe have you call and you can join us. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so if you guys wanted to say anything else before we wrap up, well, hold on. I can can the viewers see Tim Timmy Savannah? Yeah, because I mean we got we got someone in the background. We got to find out who that is. My my curiosity has <laughs> peaked. Uh, this is my uh, this is my buddy Cameron. Cameron, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I saw something <laughs> going on. I thought maybe you were bringing some tacos or something for him. So. <laughs> No, he's uh, he uh, we've got a uh, carriage house uh, in the back, so he uh, he lives he oh. lives back there in the garage, which is where uh, we've got our uh, whole rock and roll room. So, oh right, uh, yeah, I saw the I, I saw the guitar on the couch and behind you. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Are, are you guys in a band? Well, we're 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 trying to pull something together. He's uh he's he's basically uh he's on drums. Okay. So we just picked up a, a brand new drum kit. Uh, last week, so we got a new Pearl kit. Oh, uh, nice! Exactly uh, what I got. Marshall half stack. So we're gonna wake. The oh, it's up. gonna be loud <laughs> too. Nice. Hey, I, hey yeah. Since Cameron's a drummer, I got a really good drummer joke. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, uh, so what do you, uh, what do you do when your drummer's drowning? What? You throw him his drum set. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, so you can use that for bass players too. I like you know? the bass player one that I heard when this is when we were recording our first album. Why does the bass player stay on the porch? Because he doesn't know when to come in. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I always heard. How do you get a bass player off your off your front porch? You pay him for the pizza. Because he's delivering pizzas. Anyway, so anyway, okay, enough with that. If you can yeah. handle that, definitely. <laughs> so anyway, Cameron, I, I mean it in all good fun, man. So. Oh my God, we have one more guest. Check this out. All right, look at this. Another right, guest. One more guest. Hey, Jessica, if you'd like to say hi really quick, they're wrapping up. The we show. are live on the internet. Like a attachment for. She got a new attachment for our refrigerator. Refrigerator door. This one's busted. Yep. And uh, they had a special one um, uh, for Frigidaire. Awesome. Yay. Good. You heard Everything it here, folks. First of all, you for the fridge, everybody. Five bucks. Five bucks. I can't yeah. wait to hear how the install goes. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. What, yeah, exactly. What actually goes into the fridge store is what's going to happen. And if this thing is actually... Um, uh, strong enough to hold uh the it will items. hold all my beer i promise you <laughs> <laughs> nice anyway all um, right i think we'll wrap up for today okay. folks yeah good conversation it was a fun one so we'll see you guys again uh a couple weeks this and then we're gonna film a couple ahead and yep. uh we'll uh yeah, timmy savannah will be with yeah, us Tim's for the next couple those as well yeah, so that'll, that'll be, be great fun. To, we'll film those ahead and we'll have some in the bank with that being said, we'll uh, close out. Thank you, guys, and take care. Peace. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening. Visit k2d4network.com today.